Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are, once again, Sir Crokington. And we are doing Proving Grounds 5, the Silver Crest. And we've just realised... Shadow Dragon, who's been killing everyone, is actually the good guy. He is totally the good guy. I'm not mind-controlled. <laughs> anyway, the next scenario is called The Lair of Shadow. Begin the scenario. A recap of how the pre- previous scenario ended. Wundle's chilling death cry echoes off the crumbling wall of the courtyard. As the master warrior sumps to the ground at your feet, his eyes flicker briefly as he gasps a final, ragged breath before expiring. For only a second, your mind clears, and the horror and gravity of what you've just done overwhelms you. For a fleeting moment, the wade coursing through you subsides, and was replaced by deep and profound sadness. A chorus of whispers suddenly echo through your head. Cruelly casting your mind back into the enraged chaos that spawned the deadly attack on your companions. As your head swims and you struggle to regain control of your thoughts, a sharp blow to the back of your skull drives you to your knees and doubles your vision. A second blow turns everything back. And now the adventure continues. Your eyes spring open and you immediately and you're almost immediately aware the manacles that bind your hands and feet to a heavy chain that extends the cold stone wall behind you. A pale yellow light dimly illuminates the long, broad corridor at the end of which you are chained. As you stare down at the grey robe you're wearing, you come to a horrifying realisation. All your equipment is gone, and it's all gone. All my equipment, all my items, all the things that passively make me stronger, all my... Anyway, Sir Crokington is a lot weaker now. His MR is now only 118, his SP is only 86, and his Neville Reserve is 49, somehow. Not sure how that got up so high. Because I don't think I had that many passive boosts to the Neville Reserve. Oh, oh well. Anyhow. Suddenly, the thought of Windle's death returns to you. But a brief moment of overpowering grief is quickly replaced by overwhelming rage and cruel pride. You're only distraught by the fact that you did not also kill Helene. You only just began. You've just began to attempt to examine the manacles that bind your hands and feet to the heavy chain. Hey, when a patch of gloom moves away from the wall and 
comes to rest on the floor before you. A pool of shadow at your feet begins to whipple. Who could it be? Two thin arms, thin arms of shadow extend out of the writhing pool of gloom at your feet and pass over the manacles that bind your hand and feet. And the shadows retreat, your bottoms open and drop to the floor. Flee f- free from the chains, but extremely weak. You lean up against the wall and close your eyes. A stabbing pain suddenly tears into your mind as icy fingers probe the edge of your psyche. The pain rapidly subsides, but you are left feeling dazed and drained as you slump down against the wall. A brief moment of clarity follows the episode, and it's during these fleeting seconds you come to the horrific realisation you are still firmly under the mind control of Moraxa. Horror gives way to unfettered rage as your own thoughts give way to the overpowering desire to find your master and do his bidding. Yep, as you should, as you should. You swiftly regain your feet. You're standing at the southern edge of a broad corridor that stretches out of sight to the north. The manacles and heavy chain that once bound you to the wall lie on the floor here. Pale yellow light dimly illuminates your surroundings. So, who broke me out? Well, I guess we'll find out soon. The musty stench, well, it has to be someone who's a master at shadow magic. So, that pretty much leaves Helene Nereth. Because um, everyone else is um, uh, yeah, dead. <laughs> oh, Traytrock. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he wasn't mind. Maybe his mind control didn't stick this time. You know, due to ongoing effects of the eye, perhaps. The musty stench that pervades these ancient halls assail your senses with every step you take. Pale yellow light dimly illuminates the twisting corridors upon which you silently pass. Right, one more square, there's something coming up. Your progress along the corridor comes to an abrupt halt when you encounter a short, cloaked, hooded figure standing in the middle of the passage ahead. The figure casts off its hood and you find yourself face to face with the sandy-haired lad you met on the road to Talonus who's later revealed to be Nereth himself. Suddenly, the young lad is gone, and in his place stands the tall, gaunt master of shadow magic. His sunken face and pale skin suggestive of his extremely fragile state. You will not! But Nereth never finishes his supposed spoken thought. With a wave swelling up from within every fibre of his being, you leap forward and strike him a crippling bow blow as he feebly throws up his hands in defence. Your savage blow sends nearest t- sprawling to the floor. floor. You step forward to prod him with your foot to confirm this is indeed bed, but at that moment his body shimmers and disappears. The illusion has been dispelled. Sir Crokington, turn to me, issues a small voice from behind. You spin around and find yourself staring into the glowing heart of the Ironganor. I guess he put it back together again. Clutched tightly in the small hand of the sandy-haired lad. 
you strike out at the boy, attempting to not to knock the gem out of his grasp. But he leaps back beyond the range of your blow and thrusts out the large, glittering emerald in your direction. Your master! No more! He cries, his boyish tone now replaced by the wasping voice of Neareth. Tense green light explodes out of the eye and washes over you. A wave of emotion floods your mind. For a moment it feels as if your head is about to explode. You sink to your knees and cry out in anguish as thoughts both savage and serene collide, accumulating in a deafening roar that leaves you drained and breathless on the cold stone floor of the corridor. As quickly as it began, the storm that wages in your head subsides. You find yourself being helped to your feet by Nerith. The Master Shadow Mage eyes you cautiously for a moment. For, for a moment, and then smiles. Let there be at least this bit of light. What is so far our blackest hour, he says. I hope lies with now lies with you, Sir Crokington. In many ways, it always has. Nerith places the eye on the floor and is promptly gathered up and it is prom promptly gathered up by the weaving shadows and drawn back into the gloom to gloom where it disappears from sight. It must be returned, lest your former master miss his newest treasure, he says. Ah, oh, I guess Muraxa put it back together, he says. The dragon's mastery of shadow magic is indeed great is tempered by his insolence. He believes that he has come to control the shadows, and while they give the appearance of serving his will, they know no master. To, mem to, to know or remember this is to perhaps the greatest of all the secrets the power shrouds. Those who believe they command the shadows are doomed to be commanded by them. A sudden an overwhelming sense of relief comes over you as your mind returns to the horrible events in the temple courtyard where, by your own hand, Wundle met his death. As if he has wed your thoughts that you may well have. You, and, senses, and senses the sudden bout of anguish that assails you. Neo tells you that you needn't fret over, fret over your companions. Wundle and Helene both live, Sir Crokey, says. How much longer I cannot say. How they escape death with your hand cruelly guided by the great dragon is unknown to me. They are now in the claws of the beast, their spirits slowly being broken, and their formidable powers being drained into the pit of Morax's black soul. You will soon be a foe that none can hope to contend with. Well, well over joy to learn that somehow Wundle was spared from death at your hands in the temple courtyard. I can only assume that was Moraxon's plan all along. Your relation is tempered by the knowledge that your companions are now in the clutches of Moraxa. Let not such a grim spectre dash all hopes as new. For all the armies of the known world stand no better chance beat defeating the beast than you do here, alone in this corridor, the very threshold of his temple lair. Now begins the most perilous part of this business. 
Iritoj. And in speaking with the shadows, he discovered that your confiscated equipment lies not far from here. Mwaxa will undoubtedly learn of your defection before long, he says. And you will certainly need all that you can. All you can bring to bear against the dragon's wrath when it descends upon you. The horror that will move through these passages to effect your end will be like nothing you have ever known. You ask Nurif if he knows the exact location of your missing equipment, but he shakes his head in response. The shadows are strange here, he says, his voice trailing away, betraying his weakening state. I am still able to speak with them, but receive only tatters of the information I seek. I hope I shall see I hope I shall again see you, says Nerith. A faint smile creasing the gaunt, rigid lines of his face. But greater than that, I hope and pray for your victory, for it must come at all cost. You ask Nerith what he can tell you about the peril you are likely walking into, but he says there is little else that he can impart to you about the dangers that lie ahead. My power is all but gone, he says, as it begins to fade from view. I do not think I will have the strength to return here, but it is of little consequence, for this fight is no longer mine. Your friends are stronger than you know, Sir Crokington. Cannot hope to hold out forever. You must take, must make haste. You're about to speak when Nerif, almost completely faded, waves his white hand. Three objects appear at your feet. A faint chorus of whispers echo through your head as the master of shadow magic vanishes. You reach down and pick up the three items he has left to you. Oh, that's an unmatched long scored, an unmatched scale plate and an unmatched scale helm. Might as well equip these now. Even though equipping the longsword actually lowers my melee rating, because I have such such a good... because my unarmed combat is so high. Okay, equip the scale bracelet and the scale helm. That raises my SP to 103, which is a definite improvement. Now, if I can keep these, they'll sell for quite a lot. But they are made out of shadows, so probably not. Also, I know. <laughs> Alone in the corridor, you silently vow to do what you can, here and now, even at the cost of your own life, to put an end to Morax's malevolent designs and rescue your companions, if indeed they are still alive, from beneath his deadly shadow. With both hope and doubt clouding your thoughts, you check over your meager equipment and set off cautiously along the corridor. Okay, can go north a bit more. And something to the north. The sound of heavy footfalls from the head sends your pulse racing. With no place to hide in the dimly lit passage, you still see yourself to face whatever is to appear out of the gloom. And only moments later, a massive, black armour one-eyed ogre stomps into view. The hawking, snarling creature glares at you as it moves past, but makes no move to impend or assault you. You suddenly realise the ogre must still believe that you must believe you still to be in league with his master, recalling the probing of your mind while you were chained to the wall only a few minutes ago. You can't help but wonder what will happen if and when it is discovered you are no longer in league great dragon. Presumably 
everything from miles around will swarm at me. And, well, I assume the Mad Dragon will try to mind control me again. Pushing the grim thought out of your mind, you turn and watch Yoga as it continues along the corridor before quickly setting off on your way. Okay, the passage sweeps off to the east and the west. And then it sort of, sort of gently goes in. Gently converge to the centre. Alright, I'm going to go east. Here's something. An unpleasant sensation suddenly washes over you as icy fingers tear into your mind. You struggle to fend off the powerful mind probe that is tearing into your psyche, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from mind. 20 from aura. 20 from spirit. Pick now! 153. That gets me success, and it gets me 8 XP to general. It takes every last ounce of your mental fortitude to fend off the powerful probe of your psyche, and the effort leaves you feeling drained. Alright, now I make my way north. An unpleasant sensation washes over you as icy fingers tear into your mind. It's the same check again, pick now. 109, that's a success. 8 XP to general. It takes every last ounce of your mental fortitude to fend off the powerful probe of your psyche. And the effort leaves you feeling drained. Alright, making my way northwest. Another probe into my mind. Same check again. 108. That success with 8 XP to general. It takes every last ounce of your mental fortitude to fend off the powerful probe of your psyche. The effort leaves you feeling drained. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Alright. Now the cold now I'm back where the corridors have come together again. And there's something to the south. But I could go west. And it's the same as when you go east, but you know, mirrored. Alright. Psychic train psychic thingy. Eight speed to general for passing it. Probing mind, 8xp to general, just getting it, probing my mind, 8xp to general, even though I've got 82, must be pretty easy to pass, well, at least when you've got 20 to all the brain stats. Okay, I can go south or north, these are where the two passages come together, if I go north, the sound of movement along the corridor ahead freezes you in your tracks. A pair of masked men, the same sort who encountered Utrithic and on the road to Tannus, step into view out of the gloom. The two men spot you and move swiftly in your direction. As the two men approach, they slacken their pace and regard you with a quick nod. The pair then continues past and moves out of sight beyond the passage, or at something to the north. A massive iron door looms into view out of the gloom ahead. Congregated before, the heavy metal slab are seven one-eyed ogres, though you can't be certain. You 
feel as if the hulking beasts are awaiting the arrival of someone or something. With no desire to linger here, you swiftly creep back south along the corridor. Okay, okay, I'll go south then instead. Oh, it's another of those masked men. But a pair of masked men. As the two men approach, they slacken their pace and regard you with a quick nod. Their pair then continues back, moves out of sight along the passage, so the south is something. The, co the corridor you've been following opens into a small room, in the centre of which stands a group of three skeletons. The trio of undead appear a busy pouring over the large pile of equipment heaped on the floor and seem oblivious to your sudden and stealthy arrival. I assume that's my equipment, and I want it back. I need, I've got to use it to stab a dragon. Launch a surprise attack on the undead. You creep forward, closing to within five yards of the unsuspecting skeletons, as you prepare to launch a surprise attack in an attempt to reclaim your items, picking a number. Bonus of 36, 18 from thievery, 12 from agility, and six from luck. Stats are a lot lower because I don't have my equipment. Pick now. 58. Your swift and stealthy attack catches the undead off guard. Using this to your advantage, you throw yourself at your fleshless, fleshless foes in a frenzied assault. Two red-eyed skeletons begin combat. Execute a series of incredible strikes against your foe, that's being with unarmed combat. The skeletons strike out at you with their swords. And they are slain. 20 XP. Hooded skeleton. Each of his fleshless hands gripping on an eight iron dagger. Steps through the shattered remains of its undead kin and hisses wildly. You manage to dodge its first two strikes before countering with your own attack is a hooded skeleton. Hooded skeleton stabs at you with both its daggers. Alright, and is slain. 20 XP. With hooded skeleton now little more than a pile of bones at your feet, you wash up to examine the pile of equipment. You're thankful and relieved to discover that all your missing equipment is here. Wasting no time, swiftly re-equip yourself. As you check over your reacquired items, you note strangely that the items nearer provided for you are gone. <coughs> Quick search of the western room reveals nothing of any interest. You're about to turn and leave when two black-armoured, one-eyed ogres suddenly stab, suddenly stomp into the chamber. Alright. Now, I'm just going to check I've got my... Now, how is my phantom stuff? Phantom armor. No, no, that's, that's plating someone. Hmm. I just feel like they're... Weren't they 311 previously? Just check. Hmm. 
For some reason, my mossy tabar didn't automatically equip. Oh well. There it is. Now my stats are back to what they once were. Yeah, so I've got nearly 20 in all my 7 base stats. But, now that I've got all my stuff, I guess I can fight these ogres. The two ogres are you suspiciously, but move past you into the womb. Simply content to pay you no further mind. With no desire to linger here and arouse further suspicion, you swiftly make your way along the corridor. Alright. Let's go north. Can we get through the door now, perhaps? Uh, well, uh, something happened. And it's not there anymore. Alright. Alright, I've went just north, past the where the door once was, but now isn't. And the passage suddenly splits into two and then comes together again. Alright, to the east. An unpleasant sensation surely washes over you as icy fingers tear into your mind. It's the same check as before. Past it, 8xp to general. It takes every last ounce of your mental fortitude to fend off the powerful probe of your psyche. And the effort leaves you feeling drained. Alright, go north. Another mind check. Check. Alright, uh, 65, and I still get 8 XP to general. Might actually be impossible for me to fail that. Alright, uh, and I'm just doing the other side. Might as well get the other 8 XP. Oh, it's another pair of masked men. Not suspicious yet. Tear into your mind. Check. 82, gives me 8 XP to general. Alright, and just to the north, the passages come together again, and then there is a passage, and then there's some sort of big chamber. Presumably that's where the dragon itself is. Alright, go north. The passage ends abruptly, the base of a set of wide stairs that ascend into an ornate arch. You're halfway up the short flight of steps, when a tall, ghoulish, blue-skinned figure passes beneath the arch begins to descend the stairs. Four, young, four long yellow horns protrude from the top of the being's skull, and upon its back is folded a pair of leathery black wings. You've no doubt that the hideous creature making its way down to you on the stairs is a demon, hailing from some infernal realm deep in the nevertheless. The winged being turns and regards you with an icy stare before continuing down and disappearing along the passage at the base of the steps. You stand at the threshold of a large domed chamber that dominates the temple. Flickering orange light animates from the chamber, and now and again you can hear the faint crackle of energy from, begin, from within. I can step into the domed chamber or head back south, but really that just delays the inevitable. I have to go into this chamber, because that's where the dragon is, and it's the only place I can go. Step into the own chamber. You, pa you pass beneath the ornate arch and step cautiously into the cavernous dome chamber. Tall orange flames reach out 
of deep stone bowls set at regular intervals along the base of the walls, filling the chamber with harsh, flickering light. Strange shadows, driven by the flames, danced wildly across the smooth stone walls. However, it is not into the shadow it's not the shadows to which your eyes are drawn, for across the chamber stand two struggling figures, each encased in several bands of lightning. Your heart soars as, even at this considerable distance, and in such light, you can clearly make out the faces of Wundle and Elaine. A sudden movement just beyond your two companions sends your pulse racing. From the deep gloom at the far side of the chamber, beyond the light cast by the fireballs, a long and weaving serpent-like shadow begins to take shape. You watch in horror as a shadow truly transforms into a great horned dragon against the wall opposite you. A strong reptilian odour fills the air and out of the dragon's shadow Moraxa takes form in the flesh. In a matter of moments the shadow has disappeared leaving in its wake the largest and most fear-inspiring creature you've ever seen, the great shadow dragon. Its ancient scales stronger than plates of steel, and its great strength greater than the largest of giants, lowers its horned head and closely examines the lightly encased bodies of your captive companions. Suddenly, the bands of lightning that surround both Wundle and Helene disappear, and your two companions slumped to the floor of the chamber, where they remain motionless. Everything you've seen seems to indicate Moraxa has finished draining them of their power, and that what precious little time remains is fast running out. Your eyes are suddenly drawn to a faint greenish glow that stabs through the shadows at the far corner of the wide chamber, the Eye of Arganor. As your eyes hurriedly contemplate how you might reach the eye, or whether or not while possessing it would somehow help to improve your lot, a sinister but familiar voice from behind makes your blood run cold. Welcome back, friend. You turn to find Trailtock standing entrance by which, by which you entered the room. Wide look spreads across his face as his hand snaps the hilt of his sword. Waxer, whose eyes are now fixed upon you, stretches wide his fearsome jaws and unleashes a deafening war that shakes the dome chamber. For a moment it seems the dome itself might come crashing down upon you. I can but guess... I can but guess those meddling hands helped you get this far. Raps, rumbles the sinister, resonating voice of the shadow dragon as it draws itself up to its full, towering height, the tips of its horned, nearly brushing the ceiling of its champion. I have no need for two living champions. Kill her, Trailtop. If you wish to retain your place, kill her and present to me her head. 
as his master's nightmarish command echoes off the walls of the dome chamber. Trailtok's face twists into a hideous snare, and he draws his broad, glittering blade. Thin tines of blue lightning sprout from his mailed wrist, and in tine, twine about his tightly clenched left hand. Braxa roars and beats his massive tail against the ancient stone floor, disturbing a thick layer of, layer of dust that rises into the air throughout the chamber. With your pulse racing, square yourself with Treltop and firmly plant your feet as you prep but bravely prepare to engage the dragon's most fearsome minion for what appears to be the last time. Treltok mutters something and steps threateningly towards you, as yet another of Barax's wars sends a violent tremor through the chamber. As you, as you lower your gaze to meet the cold, hard stare of your advancing foe, your heart nearly skips a beat, and the glowing sense of the pair that has dodged through every step in these dark passages momentarily departs. In quick in rapid succession, Trailtrock has twice blinked his left eye. Hmm. Is, is he actually not mind-controlled? And he's just playing along so he can set things up? Hmm. Or is this just another trick? I don't know why he'd have a trick. I'm, I'm, completely, I'm completely in their power. So, anyhow... That finishes the scenario with 768 experience to general, which is quite nice. Anyway, the next scenario, which will be in the next episode, is called The Demon's Heir. And now that, I remember, that's a pretty long scenario, so I don't want to start it or start it already half an hour in. Because then the episode will go well over an hour. That's something I tend to want to avoid. So anyway, so next episode will be the Dream Demon's Air, And maybe we'll finish the entire Proving the Grounds 5. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.